Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Panther's Claim by Eve Langlais. This is a sequel to the previous episode, Croc's Return, about human beings who morph into animals and also have sex. So, good luck. Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane. Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called Panther's Claim, Bitten Point Book Two by Eve Langlaise. This is a sequel to a, an episode that we did a while back called Croc's Return. Ooh. Which, what are you looking up? Can you want to find out and what episode number that was? Love that was sequel. episode 59. 59. If you want to go back and catch up, maybe hear us butcher the first book in the series, Croc's Return. Go check that out. You and said then, 59? Uh, 59. Nice. Hell yeah, that's my favorite. So now we're jumping into the next chapter of the Crocs Return Saga. Well, actually, the Bitten Point This saga. is the one where we thought the guy was a crocodile the whole time. And we never figured out if he was or wasn't. He was. He was. He was like an animorph. He's a morpher. He's a morpher. No, there's a word for it. And they'll probably say it like immediately. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't uh, wait. To shifter. Ooh. Oh, I think it is something like that. Well, I can't wait to see who's turning into a panther in this one. Shitter. This guy's shitting into a panther. Ganesh, would you uh, rip off the synopsis for us? Well, what? What do we do on this podcast? God, where the fuck you guys been? You have one job, man. I'm like 70 goddamn episodes in. If you don't know, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, maybe this is your first one? Okay, don't turn away yet. What we do on this podcast is we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. Then we go home. I get in a car and I leave. And then I think, Why? how long does that take you? It's like a 30 minute ride. Honestly. What do you do in the car? Try not to talk to the driver. Yeah, but like, what do you look at on your phone? Uh, Twitter. I make it look like I'm doing important business on my phone so that they won't talk to me. I'm that kind of guy. Here's my thing. We've said this before. If they talk to me, I'm happy to talk, but I don't initiate. Doesn't sound like you're happy to talk. Okay, happy? No, but will I be a dick? No, I'll talk. If the guy's like, well, then, well, eventually, here's how I feel. I feel pressure, societal pressure. I get in this car, don't say anything. Sometimes they'll like, you ever get a driver who's like shifting around and it's like, you can tell he wants to talk. Like he's just like trying to find a reason to be like, hey, you doing okay back there? Like they always say something like that. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, of course. excuse them for trying to be a human being, you ass. I'm not saying this is bad, but I'm, what I'm saying is my default mode is to not talk. So when they talk, I feel pressure. And then when there's a silence, I feel like I have to keep it going. Do you get that pressure? Yeah. Well, that's just conversation. I, but I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want, that's not my cross to bear. It's his. Whatever. I do it. I say like, I mean, I, I run through the same things every time. What do you ask him about? Oh, you know, what do you ask a driver? You say like, oh, how long have you been driving today? What do you, uh, how long have you been driving for Uber? What do you, uh, I don't ask that question ever. What do you ask? What are your hopes and dreams? Yeah. I talk, I try to have a real conversation with them, man. So what? Let's not, that's not not real. I get interesting answers. It's like, what else am I going to talk about? I don't know anything about this guy. Tell me about your family. I don't yeah. know. What the fuck? Why? I'm going to be in this car for 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty. You Sometimes don't think, I do. You don't think he wants to talk about his beautiful boys? The life <sighs> life is about the nitty gritty, buddy. Once you realize that, you'll be a real man. I don't want to be a man. I want to be a silent boy in the back of an Uber. <laughs> well, I walk home and it's nice. Yeah. Except when it's cold or when it's raining. Solitary. Or when it's really hot. 
It's usually nice for like two weeks out of the year. I feel like I sound like a dick. I'm perfectly happy to talk to these guys. It's just not in my nature to talk to strangers. It's been uh, beaten into me. Stranger danger. I get in the back of your car, but I don't want to know you. They always end up telling me about their wife. I'm like, great. You're married and I'm not. You don't say, I just came from recording my podcast. Would you like to listen? I I, I can put it on right now. I say, I don't want to bore you, but I'm in the business. (laughs) I'm a pod man. I know. I'm in, I'm in entertainment. That's what I say when no, I get in the car. Yeah, you're like, I'm a tainer. I'm a tainer. I tain. I, I, I entertain. I tain. I tain. I'm a tainer. I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I, you know, I don't want to get into the, the weeds on this, but I entertain. That's what I say. No more questions. No pictures, please. Cruel and firm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I got to maintain my personal space. All right. I'm going to read the synopsis for Panther's Claim, uh, Bitten Point Book 2. Finally. I finally got you to read the synopsis on your own. That's all it took. I just have to be unsufferable for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to like turn around and like maybe uh, come up in tone a little bit, but no, it just was very. Uh, I'm a bad boy. <clears throat> Hitting on the wrong woman finds Daryl regaining consciousness in a motel taped to a chair. Mm. Things were looking up and <laughs> not just below the belt, uh, above the belt. My so nipples he, are hard. Do you think um, they taped uh, uh, his, his penis? No, well, no, no, I don't. But <gasps> an interesting theory. Took me so long to get that out. A sexy. Didn't he doesn't, wanna, he doesn't like to say it. I didn't want to say like a cuss word. I didn't want to say. You think penis uh, is a cuss? No. Let's do this. I'm trying your to find go- the right word. Let's say you're going to say slang for penis. What's your go-to? Um, Classic dick. Hog. I feel like if you say cock, you're a sociopath. Yeah, that's weird. You say cock, you got some. You got to screw loose. If it ever comes up, it's always like a joke. So, yeah. If it ever comes up, huh? Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I just stick with penis. Classic. The American classic. You don't say... Um, Schlong. <laughs> no. The uh, nude McRib. The, <laughs> I'm gonna now. That's a new one in my lexicon. McRib is back. I call it the dangler. This sucks. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> my bad. A sexy cocoa complexion veterinarian with killer curves wants oh, answers. Why are we talking about the complexion? And he's only too happy to give them to her for a price say a kiss or something more from those luscious lips so, uh, the problem is Cynthia isn't the type to fall for flirty words or panty dropping smiles <laughs> no no way she tempts Daryl into helping her teases him into acting claims his heart without even trying is he a tainer too he's tainin alright but that was okay because she's mine and someone was trying to hurt her. Hell no. This kitty isn't afraid to unleash his claws and rescue the woman he wants. Oh, that's right. For a second, I was like, what is this guy? And then, oh, he's a panther. Yeah, he shits into a panther. <laughs> An intriguing hot woman, a mystery, and danger sounds like fun. And Daryl is ready to play. <laughs> He'll do anything to claim Cynthia as his mate. Well... <laughs> a lot going on here. Yeah, this is a whole uh, mouthful of stuff. We'll get to like some of it probably. Yeah, we'll figure out some of it. I just want to see him uh, flash. flash. I want to see him morph. I want to see him flash those claws and those chompers. That's all I want. Ganesh, show me those chompers, all right? Roll the dice. Give me chompers. Page one. Chompers. Welcome back. Uh, we're jumping in now. First page of the Panther's Claim. Ganesh. Chapter one. Hey, baby girl. What did you do today? Oh, 
I just shot a guy full of tranquilizers, kidnapped him, and brought him to my motel room. Ooh. He's currently duct taped to a chair, completely at my mercy. And I taped his penis, too. So. You taped his nude McRib? Oh. So. It's not in the lexicon yet. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. So. Can we expect you to bring your new boo to dinner next Sunday? And no, Cynthia wasn't exaggerating. Now that she had reached the ripe old age of 26, apparently her eggs were in dire need of fertilization. She can rent a car now. You're not getting any younger, said her mother. Is she an alligator too? Is she raping this guy to get pregnant? What's happened? Time you pop some cubs and settle down with a nice boy. Have you met Henrietta's nephew? That from her aunt Sonia. He's a flamingo. I'll kill any man who dares think he's good enough for my baby girl, growled her father. Ooh. He's a grizzly. Grizzly dad. Because they're all animals, right? I think. I don't know. Yeah, but she loved that man. Bragging about her pops was something Cynthia had no problem with. A big man, a grizzly bear. <laughs> oh, are you fucking kidding me? Come on. You know, like every time I call something like that, an angel gets its wings. That's true. You're populating heaven with plenty of angels. You're welcome, God. A grizzly bear married to a she-wolf. He always did spoil her. Power couple. Driving her mother absolutely wild. It's better than the old chipmunk hummingbird combo. Like Jaws with Claws. <laughs> it's on the back of the edge, 1986. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Great movie. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Never, I don't know what you guys are saying. The Edge. The Edge. Jaws with claws. Let's not get lost in this. She's got you wrapped around her little finger. Her mother railed when he fed her ice cream just before dinner. Yeah. Unabashed at getting caught, which always made her mother smile. Was that the little kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed, Junior. Mom might grumble, but she loved their close bond. Mom would smile a heck of a lot more if I settled down. Ever since Cynthia had turned 25, one would think she'd cross some kind of line that counted down the fact that she was wasting her most fertile years. Come on. Totally incorrect. Being a veterinarian and medically inclined. <laughs> Veterinarians exist in this world where people are also animals. Yeah, they'd I mean, have they're, to. they're like the doctors the doctors of just, our world. Doctors would just know all of it. You get caught up on that. Out of all this stuff, that's what's like I'm doing it to you. Deed. Yeah, I am. I think you could turn to a grizzly bear if you want, but you're telling me there's two separate doctors for both versions of No, you? I'm saying the veterinarian's the primary care physician, and doctors are vets in this world. Yeah, hear me out. Vet <laughs> veterinarians, number one. Yeah, I don't believe. Regular doctors? Number two. Yeah. Well, then wouldn't we just call them doctors? No, Whatever. the veterinarians, they're getting they are getting paid the big bucks. Mm, all right. Being a veterinarian and medically inclined meant Cynthia knew she had at least another 10 to 15 good years to squeeze out a kid or two if she wanted. If. Right now, she just wanted to find out what the guy taped to the chair knew. The guy she'd uh, kidnapped. Oh, my God. I'm a felon now. Why is she kidnapping people? Well, that was the first page, so oh, not we're gonna, quite sure. We're going to find that out. Okay. It proved more frightening and thrilling than expected. Daryl, a name her victim provided after buying her a very blue cocktail. Had, Ooh, perhaps a blue Hawaiian. Mm, had, that's, all I, that's all I know for blue cocktails. Me too. That's it. Well, it's like an electric something. Electric lemonade. That's yeah. like a TGI Friday's yeah. cocktail. Yep. That's your place? That's your your local spot? Yeah, that's my watering hole. That's where I go to, you know, catch up with the boys. Not every, you guys. The there every day it's Friday. Yeah, every, it's right. That's your whole vibe. I love that. You're a happy Friday kind of guy. I am. I am. You say that. People. Every day is Friday. Every day I have to go to work and think, boy, I wish I don't have to go to work. I've been at work for five straight days. That's what Friday is. And every day is that. It's a nightmare. It's hell. Hell on earth. That's why I drown my sorrows in the electric lemonade. Just plug in. 
Tune in and drop out. Put on Drink That Electric Lemonade. Had proven a little more difficult to maneuver than expected. Huffing and puffing truly wasn't attractive. Ladies don't sweat. She could just hear her mother lamenting. Neither do I. Have I told you guys about my antiperspirant? Yeah, you won't shit shut up about it. rocking and rolling. My skin's peeling off, but boy, am I as dry as a bone. Are you peeing more? I'm peeing out of my eyes. <laughs> it's, things are going wrong internally, but externally, I look professional. <laughs> Except for the eyes. No, I have to wear sunglasses at work now, but at least my pits look good. And I look fresh. You know, the sunglasses give a nice kind of, it's a power move. I look confident. What is that? Is that lavender I smell? Mm, no, that's uh, my burning flesh. <laughs> you can actually, you can see the smoke. That's how dry it is. It's like kindling. It's like some dry sticks rubbing together down there. But a little exertion and perspiration were unavoidable as she heaved his limp and heavy body from the car. Okay, less heaved than allowed gravity to help. Once she unbelted him from the passenger seat when he snored, after she drugged him hard. This uh, is a serious crime. He'd more or less tumbled out of the car to the ground. <laughs> this guy's head's just slamming into the fucking pavement. Thunk. <laughs> a thunk. Oops, that might leave a mark. A less prepared woman <laughs> bleeding out. Uh oh. You should do your trademark. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't feel the passion of that one, but no. also you don't take requests, so I can't. Sorry. Get Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. They're pretty bad. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, I'm uh sorry. Pretty realistic. Yeah. Sounds about right. And I accept. I don't think he's sorry. I accept your apology. A less prepared woman would have had to drag his sweet ass, and yes, mm. her super villainous self noted his fine glutes. Mmm, tight. This guy's doing squats. He's got big pounders. <laughs> you ladies like the look of my pounders? But Cynthia remembered a lot of work into these. Does the acid wash in my jeans complement my pounders? <laughs> you guys seeing the, uh, the fine curves of my pounders? Get a good look. But Cynthia remembered something her dad taught her. Work smart, not hard. Smart. Never touch the pounders. <laughs> the old family secret. Smart was grabbing the foldable dolly and some bungee cords from her trunk. And no, it wasn't strange she traveled with those. As part of her job as a vet, you see, uh, she carried a whole bunch of things to make her life easier. She dealt with animals on a daily basis. A gun. A blade. A guitar. For those melancholy moments. Yeah. She dealt with animals on a daily basis. The furry household. Not the six-foot-something male kind. Given limp bodies were a pain to move. Mental note to self, next time I kidnap a guy, choose a lighter one. A folding dolly with stretchy cords was a smart business expense. Hmm. Yeah, you never know when you gotta move something. $200,000. Best decision <laughs> I ever made. $200,000 of bungee cords. He's sort of high end. And what did you know? It wasn't just perfect for securing and carting around animals' patients. It worked well for unconscious men, too. Still can't believe I drugged him. Then again, the plan was hastily hatched during the drive to Bitten Point. A good thing she'd nefariously plotted, given the second drink she shared with her target made it harder to remember why she should watch herself around the hunk. His voice charmed from his first uttered, Hi, my name's Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hunkiest voice you've ever uh, done. I'm intrigued, You Darryl. know that guy's packing some pounders back then. <laughs> that sounds like a guy who spends a lot of time working on those pounders. Given he was practically irresistible charm, she was very glad she'd come prepared with needles strapped to the inside of each arm and hidden <laughs> by her long sleeves. Oh Wolverine? What's happening? Still, she wondered if she would have had the nerve to stick him with a needle and just drug him. How did she drug him? And just how did a nice girl get the kind of drugs needed to take down a fairly large man? You ask? I don't. I don't care. Drugs right. are everywhere. Yeah. Anyone can get that. Do them. They're fun. Cynthia couldn't speak for all vets, but she carried around readied needles at all times. 
don't think that's what? a usual thing. Never know when I might need to trank a seductive hunk. She really needed to stop thinking of him that way. Attractive on the outside didn't mean he was hot on the inside, except he probably was at least 98 degrees. Let's stop there, fellas. Boom. That Whoa. was a tight, tight little uh, intro. Where'd you learn that fact about the body? Because I know where I learned it. From the band. 98 degrees. No. Where'd you learn it? I learned it way before then. Okay, how? Winter Fresh Gum. Tell me what happens with Winter Fresh Gum. The commercial is like, it's 98 degrees inside your mouth. Actually, yeah, now that you say it, that does ring a bell. That's how you knew, huh? Mm-hmm. Man, science. This country's education system's in the shitter. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump to the 25% mark of uh, Panthers, uh, what is it now? Claim. Panthers Pounders. The Panthers big-ass rock-hard pounders, baby. Get a load of them. Iron quarters, quarter pounders, pounders. That's how you got from glutes to pounders. Yeah. Damn. Well, you're a savant. Happens in an instant. I don't. I don't. I can't control the synapses firing in my brain that allow me to get to pounders from glutes. That's what they call talent in the <laughs> business. He's a tainer. Always be tainin'. All right. Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Let's go. Just read chapter for whatever. Twenty-five percent. The pounders. Panthers. Pounders. Pounding with the Panthers. Big old Panthers. Little old Pounders. Okay. So You're filthy. <laughs> you gotta bleep these. I can't be spewing smut like this on, on the air. Filthy guy. Kiss my Pounders. Here we go. 25% chapter 7. Blinking open heavy lids, the first thing Cynthia noted was the dark eyes above hers, staring intently. Then, the familiar smirk. Too late, she'd already let loose a shriek. Ah. <laughs> Hey, nice to see you too, honey buns. She wrinkled her nose. Honey pounders, dude. I am not a donut. Mm -hmm. Honey buns aren't either, but you're both sweet. Mm. The, the cheesy line made her groan as she closed her eyes only to snap them open as she exclaimed, How did you get in here? I distinctly remember locking the door. Disgust creased his features. Uh, I learned to bypass those simple bedroom locks by the time I was in grade three. He's a hacker. Sure. All you need is a butter knife. Analog hacker. He's a criminal. If it was so simple. Breaking and entering. Then why had he waited so long to enter? Such a bad thought. She should be happy he had not pushed the issue and insisted on joining her in bed. She'd have set him straight at the first amorous thought. Who's this hunk that broke into my bedroom? It wasn't just her wolf that mocked her. Part of her had hoped uh, he'd not let a locked door stand in his way the previous night. Hoped he'd slide into bed with her and... What are you doing? She asked as he yanked the covers back. Clutching at the blankets to keep herself covered, she gave him the eye. Move your sweet ass over. Does he really think he's joining me in bed? Mm, with that kind of language? No, sir. Forget thinking. He was. They're called pounders, sir. Probably because she scooched over. The mattress dipped under his weight as he stretched out. You guys need a new bed frame. Given he possessed quite a few pounds of thick, tanned flesh encased in a lickable body. Does that mean he's on a stick? She found herself smushed against him. She could think of worse places to be. Like a popsicle. Yeah, I get it. Or we could just stay like this for a while. She could try and deny her attraction to Daryl all, all she wanted. The noises sound so bad in the cans. Mm -hmm. You gotta stop that. Can't mm -hmm. get rid of that in post. Mm -hmm. Let's make it louder. Good mm -hmm. lord. Mm -hmm. I try to run a tight ship. You're a filthy guy. Your ship's loose, buddy. You uh, need the hose. I'll get in there. You gonna hose me down? 
Who's gonna hose me? Huh? I'll hose you. You and you. I'll and, crank it to eleven. You and who's daddy? Who's <laughs> daddy? It's Hose Daddy. She could try and deny her attraction to Daryl all she wanted. Denial didn't make it true. She found him highly intriguing, sexy, and let's not forget, arousing. When are these two wild animals going to get to bumping So you saying sexy and arousing? You know, those aren't similar in your mind? Well, that book said both. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. I guess it should be the same thing, right? Maybe there's a difference. I don't know. A car is sexy, but it does arouse me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> If it's a big Chevy. That's what the stick shift's for. When he tried to kiss her, she melted like a piece of chocolate in the sun. Chocolat. Lick me head to toe. Oh, dear. Not exactly the right kind of thought to have when pressed against the object of her lust. He was a feline. Is he currently in feline mode? Feel those whiskers. Chances were he could smell it. What? The lust. Um, you know what I'm saying? The musk. No. She's a mole rat. Stinks. It might have proven more embarrassing if... she blind? It might have proven more embarrassing if he was not sporting a huge boner. Yikes. <laughs> God. Big cat, bigger boner. Oh. Dude, is it like sheesh. the fucking gross little cat penis? Red little barbed fucking nightmare. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what? That's, I'm just talking science, bud. Never seen a cat penis? You got three of these little suckers running around. What do you I'm, think? I see them. I don't talk about them. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. The Wait, cat they have penises. barbs all over them? They're not barbed, dude. It's not like a barbed wire fence. More like a barbed penis. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Fence. Think about how unpleasant a cat tongue is. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's penis. Why do you know what it feels like? I don't know what it feels like. Is that the? Is that why the tongue is so rough? Because of the barbs? Yeah. It's it's like it's like sharpening two knives against each other. They just work against each other. This is gross. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was okay with the cat penis conversation, and then it went off the rails. You're too filthy for yourself. This has to go in the too hot for TV episode of. Uh, we got. We should do one of those. You What's remember that? how Jerry Springer used to have like the ooh call this number for the too hot for TV episode where they where they'd like throw in all the gross shit that they couldn't air. Yeah. We need to have one of those. It's just a mix of all the awful stuff we've said. Just if you want to be disgusted for a straight hour. She accidentally felt it. What does she feel? So I'm sorry, reading it? His uh, huge boner. Oh, 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 right. Big boner. Okay. With hot cheeks, she moved her hand away and wondered if he thought she'd groped him on purpose. No wonder he's confused. She was sending out very mixed signals. Heck, she wasn't even sure what she felt herself. I felt the boner for sure. What time is it? She asked. An innocuous question, something to focus on instead of how nice it felt when he placed his arm across her pillow and nudged her head onto it. Yeah, this was nice. Uh, this was nice. Must resist. But how could she? The man was freaking cuddling. This motherfucker's freaking cuddling on He's me. He's fucking cuddling me. This guy's just, he won't stop fucking cuddling me. She'd never felt so blissfully relaxed and content. And then he had to be a guy. Mm. I think it's time my luscious uh, sin peeled the clothes from her body. Daryl ran a hand down the, excuse me? side of her body, tickling across her ribs. I'm sorry, what did he say? Say that one more time. Uh, I think it's time my luscious sin peeled the clothes from her body. I think it's time my luscious sin peeled the clothes from her body. Imagine saying that to Mm. a woman. To anybody. Can you pull off that? Can you, do you have the confidence to say Is is the woman a banana? Then yes, very easily. If not, probably. What are you doing with your bananas, man? Fucking freak. Cuddling. Daryl ran a hand down the side of her body, tickling across her ribs. He left a trail of awareness in his wake and then had her holding her breath as he reached the hem of the shirt she had borrowed. Fingers with calloused tips brushed the tops of her bare thighs. (laughs) What are the men in all these books? Their hands, they just go and beat them on rocks or something. They're all hardworking field hands. 
They get out there and they toss rocks and fucking catch rocks. They chew rocks. Man. That's what these guys do, right? I sit at a desk all day. I don't, my pounders are weak. My hands are boyish and soft. But I do eat well. Do you want me to strip? <laughs> she muttered, her voice low and husky. Totally. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. Totally, babe. Dad, I want you to stretch that gorgeous body. I want you awake and ready because... His lips brushed her forehead. She shivered. <gasps> oh, you need to take a shower, honey. You reek a dog and lizard. <laughs> oh, whoa. Like, badly. So badly, I'm fat. in fact, I'm going to have to wash these sheets. Uh, let's stop there. <laughs> Wow, what a turn. Whoa. That was about to be sexy, and then he just was uh, an ass. Doesn't like those pheromones. Well, gross. Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of uh, the Panthers' claim. The 50% mark of uh, Panther's Claim. Chapter 13. Okay. Great. On pace for 26. I like the math. He bit me. Now, in the normal human world, biting happened. It was a passion-induced thing or a turn-on. Yeah, baby. In, no, it's how you eat. You can use it for your own uh, gratification. You don't see me nibbling on Ganesha's ears over here. In the shifter world, nibbling happened like, hello, tons of carnivores here. However. So, so it, it's not good in the shifter world. There was biting and then there was the bite. Some called it the claiming mark or the mating bite. Mm. Whatever a person labeled it, this one was different. For one, it broke skin. And two, ooh, little blood. A true bite bonded a pair together. Mmm. Gross. She might have wondered at that if it hadn't happened to her. The sink of his teeth into her skin, triggering a second orgasm, sending her... When was the first? Sending her to Cloud a gazillion. It was the most amazing thing she'd ever experienced. I only know Cloud 9. Yeah, well, this but, is like that. But a gazillion? A gazillion divided by 9. Can't even... That's how many times multiple. So it took her a moment to come back down and realize that Daryl was plastered against his side of the truck, looking as if he had stuck his finger in a side. She wouldn't know the look. She had done it once before on purpose, too. Not being very old at the time, she wanted to see if she could become electric enough to light a bulb. She didn't, and her hair had never been the same since. Go on down to TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, they'll accept you. This bite was kind of having the same effect. For all intents and purposes, Cynthia hadn't changed. And yet... At the same time, it felt as if everything about her had tilted. Something in her world had shifted, and it was all his fault. Coming down from an orgasmic high was never easy. Tell me about it. But the headlights illuminating the cab of the truck as the, as a vehicle pulled in behind them didn't help. Uh-oh, the five O's here. Daryl craned and squinted. Ah, oh, shit, it's the cops. <laughs> Probably checking to see why we're parked. The why was obvious. One only had to note the steamy windows to know they were... Uh. Making out. Stinks like dog and lizard in here. Sin giggled. Oh, her name's Sin. I think we'll get a ticket for indecent exposure. Ugh, put that cat dick away. <laughs> she truly was embarking on a life of crime <laughs> since coming to this town. Uh, we won't be getting a ticket because you're going to put this on. Uh, this being his t-shirt. She might have said no, but she had no idea where her bra was. Oh, officer, this is my big dog's t-shirt. <laughs> 
this old thing. I found this in the back of my closet this morning. This is my going out shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, hit the night on the town, put on my big dogs. I sewed a collar onto it. Work appropriate. And one button. That's what know. they in the business call business casual. I'm working on a pocket for it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. She had no idea where her bra was. And since she heard a door <laughs> on the police car behind them slam shut, that meant they were about to have company. Despite her short-lived stage dance and her random query to Daryl, Cynthia wasn't too sure she was ready to embark on a life that involved showing off her naked booty. Although she did enjoy Daryl's jealousy at the thought. I'm ready for a shootout with the cops. <laughs> Take these pigs down. Quickly, she pulled the warm t-shirt over her head and tucked it over her... Just fictionally. I love cops. Love those guys. Breasts. Shiver. Even the light brush of fabric was too much against nipples. Still so sensitive from his oral play. (laughs) Top part covered, she also... Takes a real authorio to get down on six uh, mole rat nipples. It's a lot of work. You just got to get into a rhythm, man. That's all it is. Top left, bottom right, middle right, middle left, top right. I got them all. No, shit, I forgot about him left. Top part covered, she also wiggled her pants back uh, over her hips and butt, the moistness of her sex. Ugh. Soaking the fabric. Nothing up. worse. That's your absolute least favorite thing, I right? I hate it when they call vaginas their sex. Or whatever. Is that the, that's what they're implying, right? We haven't had encountered that word since like our it happened a lot fifth in the episode. Yeah. yeah. All these like romance novels, they use that a lot. My sex. I can't imagine what it's like being an author and like you're if you're writing a, a romance book, you have to reference that a lot. So you got to use like thesaurus and get out all of your different ones. So That's I mean, you, you have to use it at some point. Uh-huh. You can't just be saying pussy and shit like I'm. Oh, <laughs> buddy. No Please. one wants that either. That's what I'm saying. You can't use it. Nobody wants to hear you saying that. So you call them your humps. Fergie did it. Follow her lead. That's a good rule. Oh, of she, she laid the foundation. Mm-hmm. That's Fertation. what she's talking about. I know it was always unclear what the humps were. I think it's all the humps. Elbows, knees. Yep. Toes. All the joints. Uh, I think your cat's dying. Oh, yeah. There it goes. Well, you had a good run. But she was covered and just in time, too, as a tap, 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 a rapid tap, tap came out the window. It's the cops. Hello. Please open your window. Daryl rolled down the window and adopted a casual mean. Hello, Chet. Nice evening. He knows him. Yep. Are you everything all right? Oh, yeah. Never better. Even she heard the false brightness in Daryl's tone. Freckled arms leaned against the window and a deputy's face, his green eyes dancing, peeked in. Evening, ma'am. Beautiful eyes on this officer. I take it that things are fine with you two? Oh, they're more than fine. We just had sex. Yes. Not all of us are big pussies when it comes to certain things. I just said I don't want to hear you say that word. She felt no qualms about the jab if Daryl was going to act as if he'd committed some unbearable act. Then she would totally rub his whiskered face in it. Uh, You might want to take your uh, discussion somewhere else. It's not safe to be out and about these nights. Mm, I'm a panther, so... Think we'll be fine. There are things, Roman. Me, I'm Roman. I'm a panther. I'm coolest cat in town. Mm-hmm. Nobody's messing with me, the panther. Those words caught Daryl's attention, and this woman, she's my claim, my mole rat. Attention enough to partially snap him from his glowering stupor. Wait, hey, what things? Uh, have you seen something? Chet's fingers gripped the window, and he peered down as if trying to decide what to say. <laughs> Who's Chet? Why do we keep calling the cop? Chase the cop, dude. Well, who said his name was Chet? Do they know Darryl each other? Daryl did. Daryl knows him. He said, hey, Chet. He must know him, at least casually. 
socially. Don't you know your neighborhood cops? No. Met mine a couple times. I bet. Nice uh, fellas. Gave you a free ride, if I recall. It took him a few moments, but he raised his gaze again. I'll deny it if anyone asked, but I know you and the lady were attacked twice now by the sounds of it, so it's not uh, like a secret. Stuff's been happening around town. Uh, Homes broken into. Women and children scared uh, by what they claim are monsters. Hmm. No men are reporting anything? Cynthia interjected. Chet shook his head. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Not, uh, not that I know of. Sounds like we got a pervert on our hands. Bad boy. But that means nothing. Guys aren't likely to run to the cops and tell them that a swamp monster scared them. Mm-mm. Sounds like the Basilia ransacker to me. My wife says it's our stupid gene. Cynthia couldn't help but retort. She might be right. Mm. Oh, six slam on the cop. Let's stop there. Nice. Love to slam cops with kindness. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark of the Panthers claim. I don't remember. Was there a song? Yeah, they had a jingle. Pound Puppies is kind of a fucked up name. These things are on death row. No, you save them, and then they come in a little suitcase. Oh. The mom is, like, reversible. The mom's reversible? Yeah, there's a big mom pound puppy. Flip that mom inside And you out. unzip her stomach and turn oh, her inside out, God, and then a there's a bunch of other puppies in yeah. there. This is a terrifying, disgusting toy. Whew. All right. They're collector's items. Oh, yeah. You got some? You got a whole mess of pound puppies? Is that in that secret room with you that we can't get into in your apartment? Yeah, Doors it's my locked? pound puppies. It's the pound, that's, the, that's the pound. That's what I you call it. pound puppies and my stretch Armstrongs in there. Yeah. Shane likes to collect pound puppies and put them back in the pound. Let's jump into the 75% mark of Panther's claim. Chapter 18. Daryl's t-shirt of the day. A Maria fucking sunshine. It's not big dogs rule the world. Big dogs playing poker. With sunglasses on? No, that's a shirt. Instead of chasing after Sin, who is looking to fertilize nature with her breakfast. What does that mean? Going to the potty? Taking a fucking breakfast dump? All right, these are my grits. Goodbye, grits. He yelled after her. (laughs) Hey, don't go too far from the house and keep Princess with you. Do you say bye to all your meals when you go to the potty? Yeah, I do. I say goodbye, Chalupa. I wave. I call my friends and family. Look, we can say goodbye. I've been uh, involuntarily put in the hospital a few times because of this. Sin wasn't the only delicate lady in need of fresh air. Daryl kind of wanted to join them. However, outside wasn't where the clues were. Mm, we're trying to solve a mystery here. We got prowlers on the loose. As for letting her out of his sight, the dog man scent trace wasn't recent, just like this body. Judging by the lilac-colored pants and matching blouse, the corpse was probably what remained of poor Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones, torn asunder by the dog man. Mrs. Jones used to be on top. Now look at you. Now look at you on bottom. Ripped apart. In the leaves like a common pauper. The dog man humbled you. Took you down a peg. We're going to avenge you. We're going to find your killer. Looks like an animal got to her. We're going to make him the mayor. Fuck you, Mrs. Jones. Constantine. 
observed without touching the body. Why would you touch it? <laughs> you gotta touch Do it. I, should I touch it? You think I should? I don't know what happened here. Should I touch this body? Animal. Mrs. Jones, are you okay? Yeah, Miss Jones. She's poking her in the chest. Wake up, yo, Miss Jones. Animal or one of our new friends? You're a mess right now, Mrs. Jones. Jones you're embarrassing yourself, Mrs. You Jones. You look like shit right you're now. Awful. Nobody's gonna want to hear about this, Mrs. Jones. You gotta get up. The stench of decay proved too strong to pinpoint. It stink, Mrs. Jones. Oh, Mrs. Jones. Did, you smell. You smell bad. To pinpoint if it was the dog man or Dino Man. Dino Man. Dino Man's on the loose, too. Got some prehistoric fucking guy out here. That got to her, yet given he had not scented anything reptilian, he was going to lean toward the canine. We should search the house. See if there are any more victims. Looks like a doggy did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta gotta rub his nose in Mrs. Jones's corpse. Bad boy. Think we might find the guy who did this? Constantine shook his head. Smack him with a little rolled up newspaper. Uh-uh. Oh, this wasn't done by no guy. Only a monster could do something like this. True. Should we stick together or split up? Want me to hold your hand too? Yes, please. Constantine snickered. Fuck off. <laughs> Was Daryl's reply. It's a valid question, given those dudes are tough as nails. If you run into one, then let out a scream. <laughs> Hey. Excuse me, hey. but don't you mean bellow in a manly fashion? Hey. Daryl retorted. That's your masculine bellow? Yeah, if I'm ever, like, lost in the woods and I need to get somebody's attention, just listen for the guy going, Hey! It's inviting. Yeah. A snort left Constantine. I'll check out the main floor. His friend stalked into the living room area. I take it I'm checking the bedrooms then? Daryl muttered, not that anyone heard. That's where the magic happens. Uh, with a quick peek out the window and spotting Sin pacing, her expression pale, Daryl went looking for more bodies, and he really hoped he Yeah, didn't. I'm going out for more bodies. You need anything? And he really hoped he didn't find a particular one. Mr. Jones. No. Mr. Jones. Not your karaoke favorite. I don't sometimes. know that. You got the one. first... Two words. While Cynthia was holding it together pretty well. Do you know how it goes? No, but I didn't try to say it. While Cynthia was holding it together pretty well, given her friend's strange disappearance, he knew finding Arya dead would crush her. Mm. He couldn't allow that to happen. I care too much about her to see her hurt. Gag. So I won't look for her. And no, it wasn't because of a hairball. He was thinking and feeling things he'd never imagined for a woman, and it came without effort or even thought. It was also damned freaky, mm. uh, but he couldn't stop it, nor did he want to. Let's get his face between those pounders. I want sin in my life. Even more, he wanted her happy. The fact that the decaying smell receded as he tread carefully upstairs proved somewhat reassuring. The line of closed doors, not so much. When the first knob he tried wouldn't cooperate, he didn't think twice. He lifted a booted foot and kicked. Kapa! Bang! Whammo! Doof! So much for keeping their presence secret, nothing came charging out of the other closed doors, although Constantine did yell, Do you need Princess to save you? I hope she gives you fleas. Constantine is just too fresh, huh? Yeah, come on. Give it a rest, Constantine. We're doing something serious here. He hollered back. The joking served to ease some of his tension, but he truly breathed a sigh of relief when he realized the room he'd entered might have feminine belongings scattered. But nobody. Let's stop there. Okay. Hey. Won't argue with you. So there's a dino man or a dog man or dino, a hog man on the loose. Dino man, dog man, and hog man are out there ripping ass in the woods. And uh, it's up to the panther to stop him. You think we can, he can do it? He can follow the trail. He's going to sniff him out, tear him a new one. Can't wait to see it in the last page we're jumping to right now on the panther's claim. 
a Panthers claim. This is the last page, right? Can he? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Come on. Wow. We're almost done here. Pedal oh. to the metal, baby. Don't look back. It's so far a beautiful tale of a panther hunting down a dog man in the woods with a woman. He's got a bone or two. She wiggled her hips, and while her yoga pants did move down a little, it was on her bare, jiggling breasts, his gaze focused. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm getting naked, <laughs> she said, pushing the fabric over the swell of her buttocks. I see that. <laughs> his fists were clenched tight to his sides, his face even tauter. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Yet, for all of his attempts to appear unaffected, he couldn't hide the heat in his eyes. Ugh, my sex is just vibrating. <laughs> Why? Because I'm dirty, Daryl. So Ooh. very dirty. Is he calling himself Dirty Daryl? No, she's saying oh, she's I'm dirty. I'm Dirty Daryl. I thought he was like, I'm Dirty Daryl. <laughs> her pants landed in a pool of fabric at her feet, and she stepped out of them. I'm also... Very, very much in love with someone. Oh, no. You are? The L word? I thought we was casual, baby. Very. And I think he loves me, too. Which is why he's so freaked out and trying to send me away. Are you talking about the dog man? If he said yes, would you leave? She strode toward him, hips swinging. Mm. Loving how his... Boom. (laughs) (laughs) you like a cartoon? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was thinking. She's like Jessica Rabbit. She strode toward him, hips swinging, loving how his gaze locked with hers. Mm -hmm. She stepped right into him, and he laced his arms around her. I'm not leaving you, Daryl. I bit you for a reason. Aww. Because you're mine. With those words, she broke free from his embrace and skipped to the shower. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Bye. She didn't enter the warm spray alone. (laughs) Bye. Daryl was right behind her. He's like a conga line. I thought, uh... (laughs) Just heading in the shower. I thought cats clean themselves. They don't like water. Stop. I don't know if she's a cat, dude. She bit him. He is. He's a cat. She bit him. She's a... She's the vet. She's a critter. You gotta bite her. She's a mole rat. That's smart, though. If you're a cat, you want to marry a vet. That's free health care. Dude, doctors' families get free health care. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Are doctors real people with, like, families and stuff? You think there's a doctor out there that listens to this podcast? Probably not. Right? Hey, you got any doctors in the house? Right in. Give us a call and tell us whether or not you give your family free health care. And if not... Why not? Five six seven three zero nine zero three five seven. I let my son die because I don't mix work with pleasure. He spun her under the hot water so he could plaster his lips to hers in a searing kiss. Mwah. His mouth said what he couldn't. His body spoke the words he didn't know how to say. But she was all right with that because actions were what mattered. Mm. As you know what his body was saying? Hmm. Cannonball! <laughs> He's coming in. Coming in hot. Geared up those pounders. <laughs> Ready to make a big splash. As the water sluiced them clean, wiping the traces of their adventure, she molded herself to him. The heated hardness of his erection pressed against her lower belly, oh. pulsing with excitement. Okay. Her sex throbbed as well. They up. did it again, Austin. Arousal. Did it again. Arousal already running rampant through her. It only took a touch from Daryl to ignite. Take me. I need you. Cynthia gasped in between pants. What if... In between I, pants? Like she had a pair on her face? What if I... What if I want to go slow? He murmured in between nibbles of her... Maybe I want to take my time for once. Explore every inch of your... Whoops, I came. Sorry. Of your... 
Damn it, Daryl. Oh, you're talking a big game. I think I need another taste of your. Oh, fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm trying to taste anybody's. Green. Maybe spend some time sucking this. Ex- fucking excuse me. <laughs> it's been a mulberry bush this whole time. Great ideas for later. She growled. Oh, I thought she said that to him about his like uh, his testes. Yeah. First time in like 15 years of knowing you that I've heard you say. <laughs> I've said te- it's the first time I've said it in 15 years. Testes is not coming out of my mouth often, at least verbally. You know what I think of when in there. the word testes? Hmm. It's like when you dissect a frog. Mm-hmm. Cut these testes open. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's inside. And you do it. You have to do it mm-hmm. for school. Teacher says I have to cut the testes. Great ideas for later, she and growled. Then they say, you passed the testes. <laughs> oh. She grabbed his <laughs> pressed it against her Jesus. Right now, I need you to take care of this. These are like the least sexy ways to describe sexual stuff. This is like the uh, highlight reel of all the shitty terms. Is there a person out there who's just like, because these books, I presume, these sexual books are kind of for people who want to like, too timid for porn. They want to like read something because I'm all hot and bothered. Is there somebody out there who's like really turned on by the word ma- let me get a handful of that. M- Not me. Don't care for. M- I want you. She whispered into his mouth. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Open wide. These words proved uh, his breaking point. Daryl spun her around until she faced the tile wall. Like spinning. She's been spinning around in the shower quite a bit. She's gonna That's throw up. Dangerous man. Yeah, it's slip sl- and fall. That's right. She braced her hands against it as he grabbed at her <laughs> to pull her bottom back. <laughs> Grabbing just. Grasping. Without being asked, she spread her <laughs> tilted her <laughs> to tempt him. No, thank you. Where are we going with this? Oh my god, that I'm not trying to see this cat dick pop out again. <laughs> the hard <laughs> of his <laughs> rubbed oh, against her. No, two episodes in a row. Spreading the petals of her sex, <sighs> no. dipping in enough to wet him with her. Stop. Okay. He was going. We gotta slow. We gotta stop. So yeah, when's the end? Good. It's not good. When she end. wiggled her. Jump to the part where it says the end. Pushing back and not above begging. Stop. Please. His hands gripped her waist as he pushed himself deeper. Nobody wants You think I want to be reading this to you? Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You push it. We're saying no. We're saying no. I'm doing this this for our listeners. The listeners don't like it either. No one likes it. You don't know that. Nobody likes this. Nobody likes this but you, Ganesh. Everyone on the internet's tweeting, I wish they would stop doing this. Yeah. It's horrible. It offends me. It makes me sick to my stomach. I lose my lunch. I I eat my lunch and I lose it immediately. it again. He loses it again. Austin's over here talking about cat dicks for like 30 minutes, and that's fine. It is way more palatable than human dick. It seemed to take forever before he was fully seated inside her, and then he paused. Okay. Like, every other word is just so unfortunate. She might have growled. She definitely pushed back against him, wiggling her bottom to seat him more deeply. His fingers dug into her ass, and she heard him suck in her ass, then lose control. Austin and I are just staring at each other, frowning. No, Ganesh is just, you know, it's on his own here. The withdrawal, the withdrawal of his was only so he could thrust her into willing nobody wants us we say no the sound of slapping went well with her moans of pleasure then he stopped great she made a sound of protest one he swallowed as he turned around to face him put your leg around my all right i'm skipping we're skipping ahead get this out of here this is too much this is like this is the end hold on he slid back into her his long filling her <laughs> no we want we want you to we literally want you to stop reading his Finding it's not even under the warm spray of the. Mm. I'm almost done. Everything was slick and wet, faster, faster. His hips pistoned as he drove into her. Each hard stop of his bringing her pleasure higher. His trailed from hers There's something along wrong with the line you. of her jaw. There's something wrong with nibbling you. as he continued. You need to, to take thrust. this. I'm, I'm going to send this to your therapist. As how do you feel about that? As her 
I'm sending the. What's her name? Give me your contact information. As her <laughs> squeezed tighter, her <laughs> in frantic pants. His sucked at her. As she let out a low moan of bliss, her body trembled and shuddered as she with violent intensity. As not only is hotly within her, but his teeth clamped down on her. Is this what you want? You want claiming me, and she couldn't be happier. Only once they were snuggling in bed a while later, still damp from the shower and flushed with. Did she let her fingers trace her? Is this over yet? You bit what me did you again. Even, is this even the end? You bit me again, she stated. Yep. Why? He rolled her on top of him, anchoring her with his hands on the cheeks of her ass. Because this time I knew what I was doing and I wanted everyone to see it. Called pounders. What are you saying? Are you going to make me explain this out loud? I hate this. I am so that there's no mistake. Fine. Think of the as my p- claiming you. I think it's the first time Ink Chain have been mad at the end of an episode. What of the man? His lips stretched. The man wants to live sinfully ever after with you. What luck. So did she. What did you gain out of that? Completion in more ways than one. Finish the book and finish something else. Please leave my house now. I don't even want to cast this. Let's end this episode. You've, I, I, I am distraught. I need to go home and take a shower. I feel sick. I'm going to take a dump in your bathroom. That's what I'm going to do to pay you back. Well, what do you want to talk about now? <laughs> what are we doing? It's all CGI mm-hmm. and it's all played by Andy Serkis. Yeah, there that's fine. And Done. Andy McDowell directs it. There you go. The dueling, the dueling Andys. Well, that's fine. Good enough. Hey, sorry. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. <laughs> Chris Linguist for our artwork. No thanks to Ganesh for ruining what was a perfectly fine episode of the podcast. And my evening. Yep. Thank you for listening. You can uh, reach us at AMZM Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can call us at 567-309-0357. On second thought, don't give us a call. 567-309-0357. Just don't reach out to us after this. Just move on with your life. Well, see ya. <laughs>